Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Johnson Station Sports Talk, brought to you by Fortenberry Physical Therapy in two locations, in Summit and in Liberty. Uh, Corbin, uh, you want to get right into it? Well, there is a uh, couple pretty big football games this weekend, I'd say. There's one that shadows the rest of them, but a uh, bunch of big news since the last podcast. Uh a pretty big game that was supposed to happen, LSU versus Florida, has been canceled due to coronavirus. Yeah, and I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I just, I just that's how I see the season going. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised we we didn't have an SEC canceling before then because I, of all these cases that have happened since week one and before. I agree. Uh. You remember before Mississippi State and LSU kicked off week one, LSU had a huge number of uh, coronavirus cases on their football team, and somehow they got to play, and they kind of probably wish they didn't after that embarrassment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Corbin, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? Uh, well, since we have tried to record this, about three separate times today. I don't know what's going on with these technical difficulties we've been having, but I'm going to go ahead and announce it. We were supposed to have Caleb Calhoun come on as a guest host today, but me and Corbin have both found out that there's some technical difficulties that we're having, and it is uh, not allowing him to come on the show today without a bunch of bugs and glitches in this system. Yeah, it was it was weird how it was going on. Well, we got to figure that out. I want I wanted him on because I wanted to talk about Old Miss Alabama. Uh, old not Old Miss Alabama. Well, we would have talked about Old Miss Alabama last week, but uh, the Old Miss Arkansas game this weekend, which I think will be pretty good, which also may be canceled. Uh, speaking of that, but yeah, let's uh, get right into it. It's a it's not that big of a weekend. There's a there's one really good game, but outside of that, there's a few eh games. You know, there's some interesting games that we'll get to. But yeah, let's start it off with uh Mississippi State. Uh Texas AM travels to Mississippi State this weekend to play the Bulldogs after we the Bulldogs have lost two consecutive games after defeating number six LSU, the defending national champions in Death Valley. Uh, Corbin, what, what are your thoughts on this upcoming game uh, Saturday night? Well, Saturday at 3 p.m. on ESPN now since these cancelings. And I'm going to be completely honest with you, man. I say I've said for the past two weeks that I think State's going to bounce back. But, man, I just don't think we have it in us to bounce back anymore. I really don't because they every team already knows how to stop our offense. And if we don't do something to change it this week, we're going to go – we're going to win one or two games. Well, right now, Texas A&M, as we speak, uh, is a six-point favorite in Starkville. They are number 11 coming in to Saturday. Uh, the Aggies are coming off an impressive win at home against the Florida Gators and a game that I, we really did not talk about last week because we both had given up on A&M. Actually, after week one, we had given up on A&M. But uh, especially after the Alabama game, they got beat down. It seems like every year A&M 
is hyped up to be really good. They they come in as a top 15 team and they just get manhandled by Alabama, which a lot of good teams do get manhandled by Alabama. But I've seen it it's every year and with the talent they have and Jimbo Fisher getting paid the money that he does, you would expect to see some better results, but they got the best win under Jimbo Fisher since he has been there coming in in 2018 against the Florida Gators. Uh yeah, for me, this game comes down to a few things. Uh, if Mississippi State can figure things out. And a lot of people are giving up on Mike Leach already. And I, I'm not. He he would not have a job if dropping eight, rushing three worked against the air raid. If that's what shut the air raid down, he would have lost his job 20 years ago. I would agree. Maybe. I would agree. But why has he not done anything to stop it? A lot of coaches prefer to lose their way than win another guy's way. And Moorhead was that type of guy, and we know what happened with him. But with Leach, I mean, he has a track record of winning. He has won everywhere he has been. This is the best program he has ever taken over. Uh, this is the most one of the most talented rosters he's ever had, but Mississippi State went from running the ball 75% of the time to throwing the ball 95% of the time. And that takes that takes time to implement into the offense when you're used to just running it with Kylan Hill. And for years, Mississippi State has just been a run-first team. As long as I've been alive, Mississippi State has been a run-first team. Uh and going to the air raid just takes time to adjust to. Um, Texas, when he went to Texas Tech, they they were a passing team before he got there, if uh, you keep up with that. And also with Washington State, before he got to Washington State, they threw the ball a lot. So it didn't take that much time to implement that into the offense because they were used to it, and that's why he had success relatively early there. But – to counter that, they had a lot less talent than Mississippi State did. Uh, they recruit in the bottom half of the country. They're one of the lowest recruiting uh, Power Five schools in the nation. Then Texas Tech. Um, yeah, after Leach left Texas Tech, they still do not recruit good. They they recruit in the sixty, the fifties, or the sixties. Uh, I think there's a lot of Group of Five teams. There may be a few Group of Five teams that recruit better than Texas Tech and Washington State. Um, well, all, all I'm saying is, man, like you would think this is the SEC. This is the sh- this is the big show. You would think Smith, not Smith. You would think Mike Leach notices that something's going to have to change, or he will not be within a job in a few years. Because I'm gonna, yeah, be honest. If he does not win in the SEC, he's not going to have a job. But here's the thing. We've already invested into this guy. We're paying him $5 million a year already. We hired a coach after Mullen left that was supposed to be very good, according to our athletic director, and we only gave him two years, and we ran him off. And you can't fire two guys. Let's say Leach gets fired after next year. Let's just say things just do not work out. The state of your program has just been destroyed. What Mullen just, what Mullen took 
what it, it took Mullen nine years to build up, you destroyed in four seasons. Exactly. But my thing is with this offense, Corona, all right. So he gets hired in January mm-hmm. and coronavirus happens at the beginning of March. Yeah. He did not have that entire spring to implement this offense, which is a huge uh, disadvantage. And especially with a team that did not throw the ball, you have a new quarterback coming in, new transfers coming in, uh, all new coaching staff. Uh, it, it just takes time, man. And what happened with us is if we were 0 and 3 right now, we would just we, we would just be oh you know it, it, it takes time to implement this but we went and beat LSU that's our problem we beat LSU and everybody's expectations went through the roof we acted like we won the national title after we beat them Brandon Walker did I did I'll admit it I did you did every every state fan did and nothing against that but now we know what LSU is they're not a good football team. Only defensive side football. Their offense now is better. They're they're better every week. But yeah, uh, I I think we have a shot in this game, man. Uh, Texas A and M's coming off a huge win against Florida, who does not have a good defense, unlike Mississippi State. And Mississippi State was coming off a big win over LSU against the LSU team that did not have a very good defense and turned around and lost to Arkansas. So could you kind of see Mississippi State maybe sneaking up on A&M this weekend? Not saying winning, beating them, but maybe keeping it a close game. You there? You cut out for about 10 seconds there, man. My bad. Well, we always play A&M pretty good, right? Right. Yeah, we we have not lost in Starkville at Davis Way Stadium since 2012, and that's when Johnny Manziel went insane and had like 400 and something yards against Mississippi State and destroyed them in Tyler Russell. Well, see, that's – and see, that's why I'm still kind of nervous because, you know, what if these players go in and acting like it's the same as last year, like, hey, it's Texas A&M. So what they've got them? They're they're ranked eleven. You know, let's go beat them. I- we we got destroyed last year by AM. That's the thing, and they want to beat them this year. And we're coming in after two disappointing losses, and you th- th- this could be the the spark that uh, fires the gun and gets the uh, the horses back running. I really I, I really hope it is because like I'm I'm tired of being upset about Mississippi State on the weekends, man. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, man. Uh, I've been looking into this a lot. And, I mean, Texas A&M prides itself on running the ball. Um, I think they're running back. His name is Isaiah Spiller. Let me look it up. Isaiah Spiller. I think that's him. Yeah, Isaiah Spiller. Uh, that guy is a only a sophomore, and he looks like one of the best running backs in the SEC. Yeah. I think he's going to have a 1,000-yard rushing, rushing season this year. He looked really good uh, Saturday against the Gators. He ran all over their defense. Mississippi State has a better defense than Florida. Um, I, I may would say Mississippi State has a better defense than Alabama. Um, and that's just because I think Zach Arnett is just – they don't have better talent than Alabama. Don't get me wrong. But 
Uh, Mississippi State right now, to me, is the second best defense in the SEC behind the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, I, I see. I see the defense could keep them in. I mean, like I've said before, I don't like Kellen Mond. I don't think Kellen Mond's a good quarterback. Kel- he doesn't make too many mistakes, but he doesn't win you games. He's he's not bad enough to lose you games, but he's not good enough to win you games. You know, he's one of those quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and get into my prediction because we've talked about ten minutes about this game. I, I I think it'll I think it'll be a good game, man. Honestly, three o'clock on SEC on oh, not SEC Network it was on ESPN. I I don't think Mississippi State's going to win. I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to win, but I think the offense gets back on track this week. I I don't think they light it up, but I think you see. I think you get some hope back this week. I think it's more of a – I think they get around 20, 28 points, 28, 30 points up in there. I'll say Mississippi State loses. I'd say Texas A&M I, – I think K.J. Costello is going to make some mistakes that will lose us the game. That's why I'm predicting this. I think he'll he'll throw his annual four interceptions or so. And also, before I get right into my score predict projection, uh, do you think that we may see Will Rogers take over this weekend if KJ Costello comes out and throws three interceptions in the first half? I, I think we should. Because you know, I don't know when the time the, is the time right to do it. Because I mean, this guy done—he's done came in, he's transferred in from Stanford, you know, and this had the off. Let me see everybody. Yeah, and then we went to Schrader and then turned around next year and Schrader's the fifth, fourth or fifth string. He's probably not going to ever see a snap under there. But wouldn't you agree that this offense would be way better if we put Schrader into a Taysom Hill type role in this I think offense? it would be a really good move for Mike Leach, you know, to, you know, surprise the offense. I mean, surprise the defense with that move. Nobody's prepared for, for that. You know, like, oh no, not. But I tell you what would take defenses off guard, man. Uh, you run that, you run the wildcat with him two or three times, and they're just like, oh, he's going to run the ball, you know. And you get about midfield, and it's, it's like a second and a second and three type situation, and that's when you take your shot downfield with Schrader, yeah. and. Um, you may could – I mean, I don't really trust him to do it. He's scared to take a hit. But because when you put K.J. Costello, you know, you put him in the slot. Yeah. You know, nobody guard him. You know, act like you're about to run. And then Costello's wide open. And that's at least a good 20, 30 yards right there. Um, but, yeah, I'll get back to my score projection. I think Mississippi State loses this one in a close one. I'll say 35 mm, – 28, 35-28. They may score a little bit less. And I'm going to predict we lose. You know, I don't I do not do scores. I'm just saying we lose this game this week. Yeah, I agree too. But I, I think I think the offense gets back on track this week, man. Uh, I mean, A&M, you know, A&M plays a lot of man defense, if you didn't yeah, know that. But- uh, they're they're going to have to change that up, but they pride themselves – off of man defense, their defensive coordinator does, and uh, 
I just I don't know, man. There may be some confusion in that defense because they're used to running man so yeah. much. And yeah, that I'm, that's why I'm projecting that the offense may get some points this weekend, unlike last weekend. Uh, yeah, the next game I want to get into, I say we hop into Ole Miss, Arkansas. What are your thoughts on Ole this, Miss, Arkansas? This, this right here is going to be probably one of the best games this week. I agree. If it happens, uh, as you know, Ole Miss has had a big COVID outbreak on their football team. Yeah. So, if, uh, this, if this game does get played, I think this game will be probably one of the best games of the week. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's it, It's actually the 2.30 game on SEC Network yeah. right now. That's shocking. Uh, but wait, let me make sure. It says 2.30 It, it right is 2.30 on SEC Network. Wow, they got the SEC. Oh, yeah, because Alabama's at 7 o'clock. Uh, yeah, it's at Arkansas. I like what I see from Sam Pittman's team. He has some good coordinators. Uh, you know, Ole Miss, their defense is the worst defense in Power 5 football. I can guarantee it's the best defense. It's the worst defense in um, in, S- in the SEC. Don't I you agree? agree? Completely. Ole Miss historically bad. Uh on the 11 drives that Alabama had, I saw where they scored on nine of their 11 drives. They scored touchdowns on nine of their 11 yeah. drives. All, all of those drives, Alabama could have gotten around, I think it was 750 yards. I, I'm going to say that. I don't know exactly, but around 750 yards in total. Like, if they, if they gained every yard they possibly could, and every time they got the ball, they would have gained around 750 yards. All right? They gave up – Ole Miss gave up about 725 is what I saw. That is terrible. They're, they're, they're that is uh, – that, that is – they haven't recruited – I saw on Twitter that they have not recruited a defensive player in the last two seasons. I would – And that, that's what you see in the defense. You're seeing the side effects of that on their defense. Um, yeah, I, I, I love Ole Miss's offense, man. Uh, if I was an Ole Miss fan, I'd be really uh, proud of this lane train they got going on over there up in Oxford. But, yeah, their, their defense is a huge uh, reliability, and it's going to take years of recruiting to get that defense back to somewhat of being at least average because they're going to be at the bottom of the SEC in defense for the next at least two seasons. It's It's going to take – it's going to take a lot of um, changes there. Um, how do you see this game going out, Corbin? I see Ole Miss keeping it close. It's going to be a shootout of a game, but I think Arkansas is going to take it out the end. Oh, you know, me. Let's see. There's a few things I take into account when picking uh, Ole Miss is a three-point favorite right now on the road at Arkansas. It's at Arkansas. Arkansas has not won a home conference game in over three years. Who? Two thirty over there. They have Arkansas has a pretty good defense, man. They do. Their offense, they have Felipe Franks. I mean, it's better than it was last year. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. In a shootout, like you said, 
I'm going to take the better offense, and that better offense is Ole Miss. I don't think Arkansas's offense can keep up with Ole Miss's offense, and I don't think Arkansas's defense is good enough to make enough stops to keep their offense in the game. So I'm going to ride with uh, I'm going to ride with Ole Miss one on this one, man. I, I picked them to beat Kentucky, and they they pulled it out for me. You know, I'm not an Ole Miss fan, but uh, I don't like them. I don't like them at all, but I, I think they win this game, man. I really do. I, I like what I see from Lane Kiffin. I don't like what I see from the defense, but it's Arkansas. Uh, I just did have the Arkansas way improved this year, but Ole Miss has one of the top three offenses in yeah. the SEC. So yeah, I'm go- I'm going to take the Rebels on this one, man. Uh, next up, I'm going to say the the best game for last. We're staying all SEC today because the rest of the country is not that good a lot of i think the majority of the big 12 is not playing this weekend man i, I don't see any big 12 games like at all they're like here we go west virginia and kansas is playing but we're not picking that uh i mean we would have i would have picked ucf memphis if they were both ranked and i watched them yeah. more than i did yeah uh let's hop into south carolina uh, versus Auburn. Auburn travels to South Carolina this weekend. Let me check what time that game is. It's going to be the it's going to be 11 a.m. kickoff. So that's what I'll be watching 11 a.m. Uh, Auburn's number 15. They should be unranked because they should have lost to Arkansas last uh, Saturday. They they come in as a three point favorite. Uh, Corbin, what you what you think about uh, the Auburn Dude. Tigers? I'm going to be honest, man. Auburn is one of those teams that is hit or miss every year. Yep, that is very, very true. I was not high on them. I wasn't either. This year. But, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. They're proving me wrong so far. Um, what, what do you mean by that? Hold on. I'm looking for the stats. Where the heck is that game at? While you're looking for that, I'll talk about South Carolina. I, I like what I see from South Carolina, but instead of knowing how to win games, they know how to lose games because Will Muschamp knows how to lose games. Uh, Auburn's not that good this year, man. South Carolina, I don't really like Will Muschamp, but i tell you what, this weekend is a must-win game for him. He needs something to keep him uh, – off the hot seat because he is on it right now. It is burning up there in uh, in Columbia, <laughs> South Carolina. They play at home, man. Uh, I'll get into my my projections after after you talk about Auburn in a second. But uh, they should have beat Florida a couple weeks back. I watched that game a lot. And they dropped so many touchdown passes. They dropped about three touchdown passes that game. Uh, they they should they should have won that. They're a better team than what they're showing. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. But Corbin, what do you think about the Auburn Tigers? Well, as I was saying, they have surprised me this year. I have figured, you know, their last five games. You know, let's let's check their last three games that they've played this week. I mean, if they've played this season, they have played Kentucky, who's been all right this year. 
I project them to lose that. They they won they they won pretty convincingly in the in the second half, but it was close for the most part. I thought Kentucky was going to beat them because I was not high on Auburn at all this year. I don't think they should be a ranked team. I think they're I I don't think they should be ranked fifteen, but I think they should be ranked at least in the. They should have lost Saturday, and you know that they should be one. Oh, I agree. Arkansas was cheated, one hundred percent cheated. Yeah, but I think South Carolina will go in and beat them. I do. But other than that, I just – I don't know. Auburn's, Auburn's that team that is highly talked upon, and then it's either hit or miss with them. Hold up. You project you, – you you thinking South Carolina's going to win? Oh. I'll be honest with you. I was considering going, going South Carolina. I was really thinking it because this was one of the most toss-up games to me. And a lot of experts would say Auburn. You know, that's what a lot of people would say. But they're only a three-point favorite coming in. Let me look they a little bit more Florida into really this good. game. They ended up losing 38-24. That was really good. Yeah. Like I said, they yeah. should they should have beat Florida. Florida and then they good. lost to Tennessee by uh, three points. Well, four. Wait. Yeah, four points. Yeah. I can't count. But I, 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 think, I think South Carolina is going to be a team to watch for. Give them a. Yeah, they 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 they're gonna have to win this game this weekend, or or they have to beat Clemson this year, and they're yeah. not gonna do it. I say have to because they have not beat them in six years. They have not beat them since I think 2014 was the last time. South Carolina, you cannot lose to your in-state rival seven times in a row. You can't do it. Uh, I I think Gus. I think. Uh, Will Muschamp is going to get fired this year. Uh, Will Muschamp was the former defensive coordinator for uh, Gus Malzahn at Auburn a few years uh-huh. back, if you remember that. He had some good defenses over there at Auburn. But, yeah, man, I'm going to take the Auburn Tigers on this one. I'm going to take the favorite in this one. Um, I, I just don't want to say that I got something wrong because I picked for Will Muschamp to win a big game against yeah. a ranked team. I, I don't have faith in Will Muschamp. I think the team is pretty decent, but they have a terrible head coach. If he couldn't win at Florida, he's not winning at South Carolina. I don't know why athletic directors do what they do, but that was a panic hire when they hired him. So, yeah, I'm going to take Auburn in this one in a, in a medium score and kind of classic SEC game. I'll, I'll say – Auburn wins this one. I don't I don't like their offense. I'll say 31 3120 3120 Auburn Tigers. Right. I'll take them. Uh we we right now we're tied right now, Corbin. Hold on. Let me look at my notes real quick. Uh we're both tied at 5 and 6 right now, yeah. as you know. Uh so we're we're split up on two games. I'm taking the favorites, and you're taking underdogs in two of the game, two of the games that we picked. We both picked uh, Texas A&M to win. They were the favorite, but uh, they were a six-point favorite uh, coming in against the Bulldogs. But, yeah, I'm taking Ole Miss and Auburn. You're taking South Carolina and Arkansas. So we'll see how that goes this weekend. Uh, the last game and the biggest game of the weekend, game day is going to be there. There's a lot of news around this game. It could possibly not happen. I'd be very sad if it didn't because I really want to watch this at 7 o'clock on uh, ESPN. But the Georgia Bulldogs travel to Alabama 
to face the number two Tide, number three Georgia at number two Alabama. Alabama comes into this game as a four-point favorite. Uh, Georgia's coming off a pretty big win against Tennessee. I wouldn't say Tennessee's a uh, really good team. I think they're they're decent. I think they're they're the third best team in the East right now. I thought Kentucky was going to be that, and they play Kentucky this weekend, but we're not going to pick that. We haven't watched enough of Tennessee, but uh, man, how how you see this weekend uh, going? How do you like the Alabama? Dude, I'm gonna tell you what. This game has playoff implications. This put this this team, this yeah. game right here That's- will tell you how Georgia's playing, and it will tell you how Alabama's playing. And when if Stetson Bennett plays as good as he think as he is, Georgia could give him some trouble. Yeah, I wonder who's going to be uh, on the sideline for Alabama in the head coaching position because uh, Nick Saban, as you know, yesterday came down with COVID-19. Uh, apparently, he does not have any symptoms yet, but uh, it'll be fun. I-, I bet you he's going to be at his house or maybe in the hospital uh, coaching or coaching from a distance somewhere in Tuscaloosa. They'll they'll have him a million-dollar stand up somewhere uh, to coach. A distance, social distance. Um, yeah, I like Al- Alabama. They put up a lot of points against a terrible Ole Miss defense, but their defense got shredded on by Ole Miss. But I do think Ole Miss has one of the better offenses in the SEC. But uh, Mac Jones, I-, I like Mac Jones, man. Uh, you could really put anybody into that system there with all the five-star receivers that they have. But he's made some pretty big throws of what I've watched – of Alabama this year, he's no, I really agree. good. I love I, that, and I agree with what you said. You can put any quarterback with that system, and I'll tell you what, they do it every every year. Oh yeah, they're they're one of them teams. I I thought LSU would end up like like them. I thought LSU would take over for Alabama once Nick Saban leaves, but I'm starting to think no, uh, especially because of Ed Orgeron being there. Uh, I'm not a big Ed Orgeron fan. I don't think he's that coach. But um, this weekend, man, uh, Georgia, uh, Georgia's kind of surprised me this year, man. I didn't think their defense was going to be this good. They lost some guys in the NFL, but, you know, they load up on them every year over there in Athens. Uh, Stetson Bennett, man. Uh, what do you think about you, Stetson I, Bennett? I, I hope he does really good. I'm, I'm liking him so <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm liking how he's playing so far. But – uh. Yeah, he's a four-string quarterback. He was not expecting to get to play. Uh, Jamie Newman was transferring Wake Forest in here, and uh, he decided to sit because of COVID. And then the second-string quarterback got hurt, and then he beat out the third string, uh, Stetson Bennett did. And he has played exceptionally well these last three weeks. I'll tell you one weeks. thing. Uh, this week we will see how that plays. If the streak ends, we will see. After this weekend, how he truly is. If he can Alabama, yeah, he's going to be for real. Yeah, uh, Alabama's defense ain't looking too hot. But, I mean, I think that was just – a lot of people are – I saw Alabama fans all over Twitter and the Paul Feinbaum show, fire the defensive coordinator. I just think Ole Miss's offense is that good. And Lane Kiffin, I agree. Coach Nick Saban, Saturday night. And only only reason that – Saban won was he had uh, better recruits. 
Uh, Ole Miss does not have any defensive players uh, that are worth a dang. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I like I like Georgia, man. I think they're really good. I like both of these teams. I, I think that was just an anomaly Saturday night, what we saw with Alabama. I think Ole Miss just outcoached Saban. I think yeah. Lane Kiffin's just a really good coach. I, I had really changed my perception of Lane Kiffin. I thought he was overrated, but what I've seen him do – with this offense this year, man, it has really made me like him. And I and I hate the Ole Miss Rebels, but I, I, I like to be on the show unbiased, and I, I really like what he's doing up there in Oxford. Uh, you want to go ahead and yeah. get to the picks of this game? Uh, you, you, you want, know, you want me to go. go first or you? All right, because you went first last time. Okay. So this game, it's going to come down to a few things. Is Nick Saban – going to be coaching somehow some way is he going to coach this game is it going to be from the couch hospital bed social distance somewhere up in a booth with nobody in there with him he's on a headset don't know they're a four-point favorite it's in tuscaloosa a saban assistant has never defeated nick saban you know that streak is at 20 and 0 right now i think or maybe 21 and 0 I'm not sure what it is right now, but it's something like that. Um, he's done beat – this will be his third assistant in a row this year that he's played. He went from uh, Jimbo F- Fisher to uh, to uh, Lane Kiffin, then jumped to uh, this week Kirby Smart. Uh, this week, man, th- this is going to tell a lot about Georgia. If Georgia can take that next step and win that huge game, because you know they Alabama has been their kryptonite. They have had multiple score leads, multiple touchdown leads on Alabama going into the fourth quarter, the national championship game, and the SEC title game, and they have just blown it every year. And we're going to see if they can they can overcome that this weekend. But on the other hand. This is Nick Saban. This is the dynasty. The dynasty is not dead. They are a four-point favorite at home. I'm going to – all of my picks this weekend have been the favorite, so I'm going to continue that. I cannot say that I lost because I picked against Alabama. So I'm going to pick the Tide to beat the Bulldogs this weekend in a very close game. I would say the game is going to be around 38-31. And Alabama just makes a few more plays, and Stetson Bennett makes a few mistakes that cost them the game in big in a big time game. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, yeah, I think so too. I think Stetson Bennett will show out this game, but I think Alabama is just Alabama, and there's no way. Yeah, I don't. I, I would not want to pick against Alabama. I think Alabama is still on a head head on collision with. Uh, with Clemson this year, man, uh, that we picked two of the same and two different ones. All right, before we before we end it here, let me go on Twitter to see the questions this week. Hmm. Hold on. I know our listeners love waiting. Let's see. Yeah, send us in some questions, man, because a lot of people will just Snapchat them to me or something instead of going on a Twitter combo. And I, I don't save a lot of my Snapchat combos, and I forget. And also, uh, I'll take this time to uh, 
give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Fortenberry Physical Therapy, uh, owned by Brad Fortenberry and Melissa Fortenberry. Uh, great people over there at, phys- at Fortenberry Physical Therapy. They have two locations in uh, Liberty and in Summit. Uh, give them a call at 601-276-220 for all your physical therapy needs. Uh, yeah, closing out today uh, with these questions. Peter Kettle asked, is there an elite defense oh, in the NFL <laughs> right now? Well, yeah. the past few weeks it's been the Rams. They've done great fantasy team. But truly elite, it's hard to be elite nowadays with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Very, very true. It's hard running to, around. hard to keep track. It, it is very it is very hard. I, I I do not think there is an elite def- a truly elite defense in the NFL. The closest that you can get to it is probably the Rams or the Steelers, and I have both of them on my fancy team. I would uh, have to agree. What you want to say about that? To pick a, a defense nowadays because the offense is so different than what it used to be. I totally agree. I totally agree. They're way more advanced now. Kate Killingsworth asked, this is probably the best question that we've had. Somebody asked a really good question last week. This one tops it. We could spend, I could spend all day on this, but I'm going to let you talk about this, and then I'll add in on it. Uh, who's the future quarterback Ooh, in the New Orleans Saints? I've been saying it for weeks, man. I've been saying it for weeks. I think my personal opinion, I would like – the Saints to pick up Dak and pay him as much as he wanted. You bring him back home to Louisiana and spend a little bit of time under Drew until Drew retires in the upcoming years because I know it's coming soon. I I, I think, think he's got one more last year, more years in him, but I would love to see I would love to see Dak be oh, the head coach. I mean be the starting quarterback for the Saints. I would love to see it. I mean, I wouldn't, you know me, uh, not, not a huge Saints fan here, but uh, I'm a huge Dak Prescott fan. Uh, I mean, it's a better fit for him, he's but not- I don't think he's going to win in Dallas. The, the Terrible. Uh, unless unless I see something different, I don't, I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do. I'm really depressed about the Cowboys. But the Saints, man, honestly, I mean – I can't if the most reasonable. All right. Let's say like I think Drew Brees retires this year. I think the Cowboys have one more year left that they can franchise tag tag Dak. I think they can franchise tag Dak this coming up offseason again. And I don't think they do it because I think they're gonna I think they're gonna go ahead and offer him a deal. But also I can see where they don't do it because he's coming off an injury. And and also, the Saints, that's a huge risk for the Saints because if they give him all that money and they've never had him and he's never been in that offense and he knows the Cowboys' offense so good and he's trying to learn a new offense and he's coming off an injury, you know, that's a risk to them. But I think he's going to come back and he's going to be better than ever. But the next quarterback of the Saints, man, I honestly would like to see them – I'd like to see them give it to Taysom Hill, man, honestly. If, if he if he can – Become a better passer, man. I, I think he would be really good. I could see offense. Taysom Hill taking it over, but too, but I would personally, I would like Dak to come down. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But uh, 
I, I just don't know if they're willing to take that risk with Dak, if you want me to be honest. Um, I think that's it. You got any more to say about that? Uh, closing out today, thank everybody for listening. Uh, one last time before we go, uh, big shout-out to our sponsors over at Fortenberry Physical Therapy, two locations in Summit and in Liberty. Uh, great people over there. Uh, give them a call at 601-276-2200. For all of your physical therapy needs. And I'm Corbin. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Make sure to follow us at Talk Johnston on Twitter. We usually release polls every, all throughout Saturdays and Sundays regarding football and what's happening during that day. And we're always welcome to your opinions and your questions. So if you feel like you have an opinion that needs to, that you would like to be shown out and talked about on the show, Send us a tweet. Tweet us. Yeah, man. Talk about anything on here, man. Live questions, man. Ask me some wrestling questions. Ask me what my favorite food is. Just anything, man. As long as it's uh, PG. Keep it PG. But, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. It was a good episode. Uh, and I'm Until cool. next time, this is Caleb.